0: Welcome to PokéSports, a competitive Pokémon podcast. I'm Mike and I play with two Pokémon on the field.
1: I'm Kevin. I play size spam.
0: Oh no, Kevin, everyone (laughs) hates that now. You can't.
1: Uh, Listen, everyone hates me now, I guess. Oh no. I play size spam. I wear a Dozo shirt. I'm just the worst human.
0: Oh, Kevin, what have you done? (laughs) You are creating an image for yourself right now. Oh my goodness. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poke Sports. Uh, it's a new week and we're feeling really good because uh, I'm, I'm off of probably what is the most interesting weekend of my competitive Pokemon career so far. Uh, and I'm very emotional about it. So I mean, <laughs> big round of applause for me. For me. Where's the, the emotional Michael? I just pressed the applause button and the applause wouldn't happen. Oh wow. oh, wow. People said we're a professional Pokemon podcast on Twitter uh. this week we have to we have to redo the podcast start from scratch erase all of our data online you know what's sad welcome to episode 1 um last week we actually
1: uh went through what pokemon was number 184 and i've forgotten it already <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's gone well here we are then uh, episode 186 uh, do you want to go and guess what 186 is? How did we is? go
1: from 184 to 186? Was because a... you
0: forgot about 185. Did That's we have. Correct. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, do I want to guess what 186 is? I mean, mm-hmm. what better way to start a podcast? Of course. The, po- the podcast where we actually have almost too much to talk about is it, we're, we're adding this filler in. It's Absolutely. all good. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for
0: uh, giraffe, rig. giraffe Rig. Okay. Uh, I'll go with Steel X. I feel like I've gone with Steel X before, but. Here we are anyway. So we're looking at Pokemon 186. Oh, (laughs) here we go. Uh, It's a frog. Politoed? That's right. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: That's relevant, I guess. Politoed is currently allowed in Regulation E. Yeah,
0: you know. Mm. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by us. It's PokeSports. You might have noticed that we don't usually have ads on Pokesports, we, you know, probably less than 1% of the <laughs> Pokesports podcast has ha, had ads on it. And that is largely because, one, I don't know, but also because we have a Patreon. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash Pokesports, where on it you will have access to so many different things. You've got the league, the league is our monthly tournament where we, uh, You know, get out out. (laughs) Duke it out. We We get the community together. We play around, we have some fun with the current regulation, and at the end of it, the winner wins a shirt.
1: Shirt. Sign ups are right now too.
0: Sign ups are right now. I
1: might join this time around, so if you want a chance to battle me and get your butt kicked. So will I
0: actually. And this is my wedding month. So (laughs) we'll see. This is your wedding month and your Toronto month. Yeah, it's happening. (laughs) It's happening. I'm I'm getting into competitive, man. (laughs) What can I say? (laughs) On top of that, you've also got the Preach. The Preach is a weekly uh, podcast that Kevin and I do right before the podcast that we do every week. Uh, That stands for the Pokésports Pre-Game. That's why we call it the Preach. It's like the League. The Leech, but with pre in the name. Uh, There we talk about all kinds of things. Our deepest insecurities in this one. Cats sometimes we've compared chocolates we do whatever not pokemon in our brains we is, do a lot of much. yeah we get all the not pokemon stuff out of our brains so that we can focus only on pokemon
1: and i know a lot of people actually listen to the pokesports for not the competitive pokemon but for the banter yeah the preach is
0: just banter that's just the banter <laughs> exactly and Kevin, you can't hear this right now, but I've got some like fancy jazz music playing. I was really upset that the, the soundboard isn't working, so I'm just playing it on preview, and I'm going to edit it in later. What
1: are you talking about? I hear it. Sounds great.
0: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, you're going to listen to this back tomorrow, and you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is like... <laughs> that's, so, that's such a shame that it didn't work. Uh, and then, of course, we've got the ranked uh, tier with some extra content. If you're into the Pokésports videos and you want all the other stuff that's going on, you can go and uh, sign up for the Ranked tier where Kevin will put out new videos. Um, We get get into competitive stuff, like truly, truly high meta competitive stuff. Uh, Kevin's shown off a bunch of his tournament winnings. I've shown off a bunch of uh, Regulation E content so far uh, using a team that was created for me. And we're just we just have fun there we use we a lot more ogre
1: pawn than usual a
0: lot more <laughs> ogre pawn is used in there yeah <laughs> eventually we might joe ux9 it and take ogre Pond out but uh we'll see how that goes yeah we'll see yeah plus there may or may not be a new uh patreon tier Getting in there this week—that uh, is reminiscent of an old Patreon tier that we used to have. that people used to love. So go on over to PokéSport, PokéSports. Go on over to Patreon.com/slash/PokéSports to go and check that out. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get rid of this music. Boom. All Good right, music. Lots of stuff to talk about today. Uh, let's see if the torkle works. <laughs> yes, it does. Yay, we're back. How about this one? Yep. Yep. It's all working. It's all working. Now that I don't need it anymore, (laughs) it's it's all here. Oh, here we go. Oh, there's the jazz. There's the jazz for you, (laughs) Kevin. (laughs) But really, uh, the only thing I wanted this soundboard for today, now you get it. Now you get why I was vibing the whole time, right? (laughs) The whole reason that I was uh, (laughs) hoping that the soundboard would work is that we have a lot of things to celebrate. And so, uh, to give this to you, we've got... Long overdue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I have so no much. idea about LA Night. I just... I'm <laughs> I not a wrestling know. fan. I'm not an A W fan. I He's WWE, but close. <laughs> I'm not. See?
1: And there you go. Name the wrong company yeah whatever yeah
0: (laughs) pokey sports yeah (laughs) this podcast is basically for you (laughs) okay
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) um okay we have three things three things on the docket today we've got beast coast we've got showdown and we've got orlando which one do you want to hit first beast coast it's Fresh in my mind. <laughs> Beast Coast, because it's fresh in your mind. All right. Over the weekend, uh, there was a in-person tournament. An in-person tournament went uh from Saturday, September 30th to the day after that, which is October the first. I always forget which one you know, if, if September has the 30 days. No one actually remembers. 30 days has September, April, June, and November. Yeah. That is how I remember that. Um that yeah, it was a two-day remember. tournament. With a total of 98 participants. Oh, snap. Mm -hmm. It did sell out. It was 128 uh, spots, but um, obviously there are always going to be people who don't show.
1: But New York was underwater. (laughs) Yeah,
0: New York did have a whole thing where like torrential (laughs) downpour happened and most of the streets flooded. So, you know, understandable that some people couldn't show up.
1: Did you see the comment that Super Mario movie predicted a uh, Brooklyn? No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that,
1: that movie did totally take place in, in New York City. I mean, yeah, I guess. Excuse me, New Donk City.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure, it happened in New Donk City. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's hilarious right from the beginning. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, 128 people signed up. 98 people showed up, which is amazing, post-flood. I will say on on the day that it happened, on the Saturday, uh, there was, you know, no flood to speak of. It was like it never happened. But Mm -hmm. uh, the flight damage had been done. Some people couldn't make it. Big shout-out to Moxie Boosted, who was going to be there but could not. Uh, We pour one out for you, but that seems insensitive since – The clouds poured one out for Moxie to not be there. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Clouds (laughs) poured out play. (laughs) All right. Uh, I have usage stats actually, because this uh, tournament was hosted on Limitless, which is proving more and more to be a fantastic place for people to have in person tournaments uh, as well as online tournaments. That rocked. That absolutely rocked. Uh, The tournament was put uh, put on by Beast Coast, which uh, you may recognize from, you know, the team that houses Wolf Glick and James Beck. uh, As well as a series of other very popular Pokemon names. Um, Those two that I just named were there at the tournament. Uh, They weren't there to compete. They were there to, to commentate, as was I.
1: And me kind of.
0: And you kind of, you showed up in the mornings and, and you know I what, I, I love that you did that. I made it there. You I certainly the, did. I put the headset on, I took a photo, then I put the headset down and
1: I took, got off the couch.
0: And then the, <laughs> and then the next day you showed up, we did an interview together and then you peaced out again. And then
1: I left again. Yeah. Not by choice. It was a great time and I had a lot of fun the time I yeah. was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you bet there's more to it. Oh, this one keeps going. Yeah, this one keeps going. <laughs> uh, wow, well, actually, I'm, looking, I'm reading the uh, Limitless description of it right now. And paragraph three right there says, Wolf uh, Wolfclick James Beck, Poke Sports, Moxie Boosted, Professor Rex, Nino Bros, and more. That's us. Number, number three, right after them. Where are in we the go. words of the mm-hmm. text celebrate the community we're offering safari zone exclusive merch and themed event badges yes i got i got a themed event badge and merch i have stuff for you
1: i got Uh, those things
0: yeah when yeah when you come to toronto i have stuff for you
1: mike's holding it hostage so he i have to go
0: yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) all right but we do have the metagame that limitless offers thankfully uh and you know what they do? They, they actually um, list all of the Pokemon by the amount of times that they showed up. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. Because out of the 98 teams, 58 of them brought, can you guess? That's the number one. Fluterhooter. main Melanoliteo. You know. Uh, in second, at 50%, uh, 51% share actually, uh, at 50 uses, that's Iron Hand's. Not but, far off, but uh, syncing up with Iron Hands at also 50 usage. That's Ogre Pond.
1: Welcome to the top three, baby. You're like two weeks old.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. To, yeah, I don't know what's in my head now. Uh, <laughs> we're in a meta now where there are where, where there are two Pokemon who have just equal percent usage and do completely different things. You've got Iron Hands and you've got Ogre Pond. There were so many games in, uh, in, the, in this weekend which were uh, uh, mirror matches between a Iron Hands and an Iron Hands or an Ogre Pond versus an Ogre Pond. But the different masks were a aplenty. Yeah.
1: I, I will say it's, the, the statistic is kind of skewed because it only includes Ogre Pond as a whole and Ogre Pond technically is four different Pokemon. Technically, yeah. But a, they all do similar things, I'd like to say. I would
0: hazard to say that Ogre Pond is two different Pokemon right now.
1: It's fire and water
0: is what yeah. it seems.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those and Wellspring.
0: Two. Those are kind yeah. of the only two. Uh, I wish that this would show the difference. It does not right now. Uh, or does it actually? No, it doesn't. Uh, and then in fourth, we've got Landorus Therian.
1: Came back hard, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. Landorus was not this popular in Regulation D. Not this popular earlier on. But... Yeah, it's it's really it, it, it's proving to be worthwhile against Ogre Pond specifically. Because if, mm-hmm. if you look at the last two Pokemon we talked about, you look at Iron Hands, you look at Ogre Pond, Landorus kind of just deals with them both. Yeah. Landorus can smack the Iron Hands with a stopping, and Landorus can also flying terror the Ogre Pond no matter what kind of Ogre Pond it is.
0: Right, for sure. Plus the Intimidate's on top of it too. Now, speaking of Intimidate, I want to give a big shout out to King Gambit. Uh, which showed up 10 per, uh 10 times in this tournament, sitting at 10%, actually, 10.2. Um, but was brought f- uh 40% of those King Gambits were brought by people who ended up in the top 10. So
1: 61% win rate on that King Gambit, yeah. the highest win rate there.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Cause like it, it's worth mentioning. Like, yeah, we mentioned Flutterman, we mentioned Iron Hands, we mentioned Ogre Pond. They were all kind of around 50% win rate. So it's like if you brought it, you might have won, you might have lost. It's a fi- it's a coin flip. Fluttermane actually has less than 50% win rate, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But to first for someone for King Gambit to win 61% of the time, that's that's a significant statistic.
0: Oh, it's huge. Well, that's it was a brought- better Pokemon right there. Yep. King Gambit was brought by people like Justin Tang, uh Brian Yum. Uh, Justin, uh, Joshua Lorsi, Carl Kupzinski, like lots of really, really solid players who have been in and around the scene for quite a while. Um, it, it great against defiant gets that, uh, extra boost, even in, in times where you have a King gambit out and you're, you know, you're threatening somebody else with it. You can go and hit a sword Dance on that team. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of times where people have gone and, and just hit swords dance to set up their King gambit. Cause they knew it was going to live a turn. Uh, it's great it's a great Pokemon and the
1: is full of intimidators like the landers that we talked about mm-hmm. before also mm-hmm. just to show you how meaningful 60% win rate is in a Pokemon tournament there's only two Pokemon on this entire list of like what maybe a hundred different Pokemon yep that have above 60% win rate only two and that's King Gambit and Gastrodon
0: yeah <laughs> well, I think we're forgetting about uh the number one in win rate, which was Bramblegast at sixty six percent. But that's because it was brought it's one, one time by one guy. Alpha <laughs> of Messi and Mel. Messi went and brought Bramblegast. Went eight and four in Swiss. <laughs> ended up in the top six, uh, top thirty two with that. Uh, ended up tenth for- place. Forgot about Bramblegast. But, like, really, though, it, it turns out that Bramblegast can, can you know, carry sometimes. Bramblegast
1: is good because people forget why Bramblegast is good. Yeah, People forget right. what, 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 like, Windrider does, mm-hmm. right? They're like, oh, yeah, it gets boosted attack and Tailwind. But they're like, oh, duh.
0: <laughs> Bleak Windstorm don't work. That's the thing is, <laughs> you know, sometimes Tornadus will run out of things to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you, you go and bring a Tornadus, which is brought, by the way, Uh, what was that? 18 times, Uh, like the 10th most That's brought Pokemon there. That's lower than I thought, though. A little lower than I thought as well. Uh, But the moves that it has, Tailwind Taunt, Protect, and Bleak Windstorm. Uh, you know, after you use Tailwind Taunt and Protect, you, like, what else is Tornadus going to do? You could ignore setback, Tornadus. Yeah. You can completely ignore Tornadus. And just focus on the five other Pokemon uh, mm. in, that, in that group. If you just bring in a Bramblegast. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the fact that Menzi went and brought, a, brought one of those. But uh, time will tell if it actually sees more usage now that Ogrepan is is kind of dominating the meta.
1: Yeah, it's also worth mentioning that top four of this tournament was Grant Laird. Mm-hmm. Bring, bringing the Ogre Pond, Chen Pao, Rapid Strike, Urshifu, Golden Go, Rillaboom, and Roaring Moon. Roaring yeah. Moon's kind of making a nice little comeback there. Second place was James Evan. James Evan's with the Iron Hands, Urshifu, Rapid Strike, Landorus, Therian, Cresselia, Gastrodon, and his and Arcanine. Very tanky
0: team. That's actually an Urshifu single strike, if you can believe it. Oh, is it. it? Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because you have the Gastrodon, so why would you want those next to each other? True. Justin Tang in third place, still rocking the bundle, also a King Gambit. And then Joe Ugarte rocking another Gastrodon. So Joe, helping Gastrodon
0: get that 60% win rate. I wonder if Justin, who brought the Iron Bundle, uh, was expecting to see as many King Gambits as he saw. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the whole problem with with bringing an iron bundle is that if you hit that icy wind and they switch in a king gambit on you, you lower the speed, but you, you give a plus two to attack. Yeah. And that is even worse than, uh, you know, an intimidate mon lowering you by one and then going up by two.
1: That's a meaty sucker punch you just gave this guy. Yeah, right? <laughs> right?
0: Uh, and then <laughs> Brian Yum, who went and brought uh, the king gambit, made the active choice to not bring uh black glasses but instead gave it a dread plate which does the same thing but he just wanted to be cool yeah he says <laughs> that uh lore wise it it worked out better it made more sense <laughs> you know king gambit why would it be you know walking around with cool glasses nah it's, it's gotta be holding the plate it's gonna have a plate of food
1: yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. did you say the plate of food Plate of food. It's a dread plate of food. It's a dread plate of food. So you're, you're like putting your spaghetti on the dread plate? Yes. It's a tablet, but <laughs> <laughs> imagine eating spaghetti off an iPad. That's basically what you're doing off of a nasty yeah. <laughs> nasty iPad. <laughs> anyway, I was uh, lucky enough to go and cast some of these matches, which you can go find on the Beast Coast uh YouTube channel. And I might even be doing some fun stuff with uh those videos on the Pokesports YouTube channel. So go and uh check that out. Make sure you're subscribed over there. All right. Now that's the Beast Coast tournament. Again, I just want to give a big thanks to Beast Coast. It was an amazing time. They they put together such a cool tournament and that's exactly what I think this community needs is mm-hmm. is more grassroots tournaments more uh places for people to come and show themselves off show off what they do uh yeah it it's, I can't say it's, enough good things about that
1: it's crazy when you say this is a grassroots tournament because years ago like this doesn't feel grassroots anymore having production <laughs> in a grassroots tournament that's mind-blowing right, right. You know, grassroots tournaments used to be played in mom and pop shops, used to be 10 tables, we used to have to sit on the floor most of the time with Mm -hmm. a little DS in our hands. And now it's like, oh, there's like, casters and couches and production and TV screens and cameras, and everyone's taking a photo of you. Sure. Cash prizes. It's, it's, it's great that it's going this direction. And, Companies like Beast Coast helping push in that direction is is really meaningful.
0: Oh, totally. Now there's a there's a whole like spectrum of grassroots, right? Yeah. For a, an organization like Beast Coast to put on something like this with you know all the bells and whistles to it, that can still be considered grassroots. There's there's a lot of good merit mm-hmm. in that, but I'm not discounting. I don't want that to be misconstrued that like the mom and pop shops just kind of opening up, you know eight people to come in and go and have fun for an a, a day like that's important too that's mm-hmm. important too will it get as much coverage as the things like beast coast no but you know there is a lot of merit to that so if you are one of those people who hosts those kind of tournaments good on you you are also helping the community you're doing a great job um but yeah the this beast coast thing was was sick and it's amazing um mm-hmm. Not, again, not, not no uh, bad things I can say about that. There's a lot of things that they can improve on, and I know that they know about a lot of the things that can be improved on. Um, but I think it was positive enough for them that they'll just want to keep on doing it. It's all part of the experience. It's all part of the experience, exactly.
1: The one thing they can improve on is uh, having me on next time yeah. casting too. That's the one thing <laughs> I think they could do a lot better
0: the one thing they can improve on I is make giving it sound Kevin like they give,
1: i make it sound like they didn't want me there but they, sure. they asked me to i just wasn't able to right
0: <laughs> the one thing they can improve on is giving me more vacation days <laughs> please all right uh next up we've got a ton of updates for pokemon showdown they've been they've yeah. been cooking okay pokemon showdown's been cooking and they uh, have finally started to roll out some of those really interesting things that they've been working on over the past little while. And we're here to talk about them. Now, let's start with, ooh, there are two things here, actually. We could get into usage stats for singles right now, or we can get into the big change. Which one do you want to get ooh. into? The big change because this the is like big change,
1: yeah. We need the most amount of people to hear about this. This is like something that I never thought would ever happen, and something yeah, that right? the community has been like crying about for a very long time. So, since they announced open team sheets, uh, Showdown added the um option that if both players agree to it to share open team sheets, yes, and before that. There was no real place to practice that beyond Showdown. And if you really wanted to be that guy, you could just keep denying team sheets and you wouldn't be able to get um, good practice in for actual events. Yeah. Now, thanks to, I believe the, the Wobble Fett was
0: involved. The Wobble Fett and Marco Linho.
1: Yeah, shout out to you guys. We now have a Regulation E best of three open
0: team sheet ladder on Pokemon Showdown. Yeah. So a simulator, a Pokemon battle simulator now has a tournament format simulator, complete tournament format simulator. Mm -hmm. Not only that, do they have a ladder for it as well. So if you go and rank somewhere in the top of the the best of three ladder, it's it's fairly confident to say that you'll probably do quite well in the format in person as well. Mm -hmm.
1: What I really like about this, like beyond the obvious, like, yeah, it's really good practice for tournaments and all that is that. The before if you wanted to practice for a tournament you had to be part of a, a, a discord group that shares secrets yeah. with like five people and like those secrets can't let out this kind of just opens the door to that just be like okay you can practice for tours and keep it a complete secret you don't have to play in like little tight niche groups you can still and I'm sure they, they you know having friends is nice and sharing secrets is nice but now you don't have to do that there's another option
0: Yeah, we're about to see, I think, a big shift in the the amount of people who who enter the top eight, top 16 at regionals, nationals, that kind of thing, because Mm -hmm. now you don't have that. It will now. Yeah, it includes those people who aren't just a part of their their big think tank focus group. You know, now Showdown is the whole think tank focus group. Mm -hmm. So long overdue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> the one thing that I think uh is kind of receiving negative press online is yeah. that um currently it's a little hard to find matches in best of sure. three just because less people are playing it um so to that, I say, go out and play it, guys. It exists um and also, it does seem like that if you play one game and you lose the first game of a best of three, your opponent will just forfeit and move on
0: that okay, so that's fair that's. that's-
1: Yeah, so it kind of defeats the purpose of getting good practice, but you still look at the points for it, so it's not the worst thing ever.
0: That's, I mean, that's interesting. I think, you know, once people kind of get into it a little bit more, uh, we'll start seeing a little less of the first game drop off. Yeah, it's Uh, just poor etiquette at this point, right? People need to have more experiences where they, you know, lose their first match and then win the next two. Uh, And Mm. that happens often. Oh, yeah. It's like like you can bounce back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. yeah Yeah, yeah! <laughs> I have a lot of these Kevin. Tell <laughs> me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh big appreciation to DeWobbleFet and Karthik VGC uh for putting that together. That's it's huge. It's so huge. And again, once people get used to it, once people, you know, Uh, stop quitting early once people uh, get awareness to this and get on, get on showdown, have their teams built uh, and go and practice before tournaments. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a wonderful place to go and get practice in. Mm -hmm. I think the people who really stick it out and the people who, uh, you know, take it for what it is will end up becoming better players because of it. will end up doing better in person because of it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. And a team, just because it does good in best of one ladder, doesn't mean it does good
1: in best of three. Oh, no. Yeah, not even close. No. Now, no, I got to no. ask you a question. As the uh, resident singles enthusiast three years ago on this yeah. podcast, Yep. what the heck is going on in OU, brother? I'm looking at this list that you posted. <laughs> what is going on? So here's the thing. All Here, right. I'm hold on. I'm gonna just yeah. put you guys into perspective as to what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. They put ogre Pond in underused. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what didn't
1: use it? They didn't like to use it. That hurts my brain because in singles, like all you gotta do is run rock ogre pawn with sturdy click swords dance once and win
0: the game. <laughs> That's all you have to do. <laughs> there okay, Kevin, there are a lot of reasons why singles meta and VGC meta are completely different things. All right. Uh setting up status and hazards are three of them. Okay. It is, you know, so much more common to go and see people use stealth rocks, see people go and use spikes, seeing people uh have bulky sets to take down things like Ogre Pond and other kind of almost glass, kind of glass cannons, but not really glass cannons, but still kind of glass cannony, you know? Uh, So this month, you know, maybe we should do this. This month. Yeah. We've got uh, some tier changes for October and uh, the way that Smogon works, so everybody knows, is all the tiers are done in kind of a usage, uh, uh, cutoff, right? If Pokemon are used a lot, they're put in the overused category. If Pokemon are used, not very much. They're used in the underused category. And then it goes down from there to never used, rarely used, uh, to P U is what (laughs) the low tier is called. Z U even under that. Uh, yeah, this is going to be distracting for me, huh? No, this is fine. No, we got this. I got this. I'm just jamming. Yeah, g- keep jamming. Keep jamming. Um, we've got Pokemon that have risen from so many tiers to OU to UU because of the new moves that have come out with the Teal Mask. A lot of the, prob- a lot of the changes here, of course, are because of the Teal Mask. You have Pokemon like Rillaboom who moved from UU to OU, probably because of Grassy Glide. Now it has something that can give it a little bit of priority in grassy terrain. Gives it that little edge that it needs to get up to the next tier. You've got Roaring Moon that went up into OU. I'm not fully sure why, but I would hazard a guess to say Lashout. It that-
1: Be- no, it's knockoff, brother. It's Because it won
0: the Beast Coast tournament. <laughs> that's it, that's it. But yeah, it's definitely knockoff. Did it just Base get one. knockoff? Yeah. Oh, off the TM now. It. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah, uh I'm curious where Champow is because that just got a lash out. Well, that didn't move.
1: It's, it's uh, probably
0: already OU. <laughs> yeah, we've got a t- we've got Blissy that just went up from NU to OU. Not what sure why there. Not sure why. That's a big jump. <laughs> Suddenly, it's up there. Yeah. Uh, uh. Then, in the drop category, we have a ton of Pokemon. Right, Amoongus has fallen Azumarill's fallen uh, Quags no Quags, or Claude Sire has fallen So many of those well, Diplin went down from OU to UU Now the Crestalia. reason that that happens Now the reason that that happens Let's stop that for a second The reason that these drops happen Is if a Pokemon isn't used In OU It drops down So when usage stats drop below I believe it's 4.52% then they drop down a tier. If a Pokemon is in that lower tier, it can still be used in the tiers above it. And when they are used in those tiers above it, that's when they shoot up in those tiers. Mm-hmm. But people aren't using as many Amoonguses anymore. People aren't using as many Azumarils anymore. Probably because other Pokemon have just kind of risen higher in uh, usage because of all these new moves. But... A lot of the Pokemon that have just come in through the Teal Mask, like I think Chandelure is new, Conkeldur, uh, Crawdont. um, Et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, Milotic. They have fallen very quickly because, you know, uh, they had just entered the game, and everybody enters the game in OU. See, uh,
1: yeah, my VGC brain hurts seeing Mm -hmm. uh, things like Garchomp and things like Cresselia. An ogre pun. Heatran. Sinistra.
0: Like, have have you been having as much stress against Sinistra as I have? Every time I see a Sinistra on the field, I'm like, I don't, I don't want this here.
1: I you need to get rid of it. It's not it's mm-hmm. a problem. But yeah, seeing these Pokemon is weird here. Even like Meow to an extent is like a very good Pokemon that I would expect to
0: see in OU, but just not quite there. Sure. It's interesting. It was interesting to see both Golems drop from OU to <laughs> NU immediately. Galvanize Golem and whatever the heck Cantonium Golem does. Just Solid out of rock. There. Solid rock. Come on. Yeah, I think that's what it does. I don't need that. Uh, we've got Pokemon like Magnezone and, and uh, Moltres dropping from UU to RU. <laughs> right and in case... In case Spide Ops
1: couldn't get any worse, he dropped yeah. from P.U to ZU. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. <laughs>
0: I'm curious why Sligu and Dartrix were in PU to begin with. They, they fell to not fully evolved. They were
1: probably too good. Can you imagine, like a like Hsu- 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 and Sligu was and mm. in, in, you know, not fully evolved, Yikes. would be annoying.
0: Yeah, I highly recommend going to uh, Smoke on You on Twitter and uh, checking out the the rises and drops. There's there's a ton more than we've than we've been saying, uh, but it's it's wild to see in singles just you know what Pokemon are and are not actually used.
1: Now here's something that we you actually missed. Um, yeah, talking about look at this tweet. So Showdown now has a public database that you can save across all devices. Yeah, they do. And you can upload a team to that public database oh, and have really? it and be able to
0: log into another computer and have your darn teams there. That was a big issue for a very, very long time because people, they would go and make their it teams. They would save in
1: cookies. Yeah, yeah they, they would make
0: their teams at home. And then they would go like to school or whatever. Then they go from their, their desktop computer to their laptop computer and they wouldn't have it. So they'd have to like send it to themselves on discord or WhatsApp or whatever. Uh, and then play it over there. Now you don't have to do that. Now you can take out your phone and it's still there. Yeah. Put it in the cloud, baby. Showdown finally has a server.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it saves up to 200 teams, by the way, which is
0: nuts. Yeah. 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 Yeah! Yeah! Long overdue. Yeah. (laughs) Like I feel like that's a good one for these, right? It's a really good one. Yeah. (laughs) Long overdue. Yeah. And don't worry when (laughs) after you've uh, finished going and you know sending your teams across multiple devices and. Uh, practicing your best of threes, you're going to be saying... Oh, if you don't mind, I got a match to get ready for. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's a Pokemon <laughs> going one <up>. right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah! Yeah! But don't worry, we've still got good ones like... Incredible! I, I, and- I bet it... Pokemon okay, battles are full of surprises!
1: I bet it wasn't difficult to find... A soundboard for all this? Certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> it was very easy, actually.
0: <laughs> I looked up L.A. Night all the sounds, and it came <laughs> up with that. Not holding back. All right. <laughs> Last but not least, for today, we have a breakdown of the mid-season showdown uh, from Orlando. Over the same weekend, Ooh. there was the MSS, which uh, Harrison of the Game Corner went and uh, competed in. We've Congrats, got 18th Harrison! As well,
1: yeah, yeah, a, that's yeah. really good. That's really good. Almost top, <clears> bubbled <throat> out of uh, top sixteen, GG. <laughs> bubbled out of CP, no, Harrison. <laughs> I know the field. Don't worry.
0: It's all I've ever done. It's really interesting to see mid-season showdowns because then you'll see you'll see like top eights with names that you have almost never heard before. And that's, it's refreshing, first of all. Uh, but it's, it's really cool to see like other people getting, getting appreciation for these things and not just the the usual suspects. It's often like a precursor to seeing those names in regionals in nationals in worlds where it's like, where did this person come from? Well, they came from mid season showdowns. Yeah. So, I'll give a quick shout out to the top four Elijah Tatum, Zachary Kahan, Patrick Connors, and Brent Kahi. Uh, uh, excuse me if I butchered that. Uh, but Elijah Tatum coming in uh, first with Chen Dragonite, um, Hisui, and Gudra. Oh, it's a Hoodra, Hold Hands, Fluttermane, it's and Hedren. Okay, well, that's a team right there. That's a very that's tanky a team. team that I don't want to play against. So, I understand <laughs> why you won. Oh, my gosh. I need to, I need to do a quick uh, tangent, to, a hoodra related tangent. Uh, between the two rounds that Nino and I were hosting on, I think, day two, there was this one person. I'm not going to name names, but he was playing a Hudra team. Okay. And in between the rounds, they had the matches that were streamed, the match that was streamed, in the same round as all of the matches that were not streamed. And so they go and they stream the match and then they say, we'll be right back. They put on a be right back screen and they show the, what what's going on in the, in the place in that time, the rest of those rounds were happened. playing out. Yeah. And <laughs> between the two rounds that Nino and I casted, there was that hoodra player who had the longest match, I think of their life, probably. <laughs> And we were waiting for what felt like three hours, but what probably was 45 minutes, because uh, I'm pretty sure that's how long each of the rounds were going for.
1: Was it like some hoodra, sinister shenanigans? Oh,
0: almost certainly. I, <laughs> we couldn't be so, bothered. At one point, uh, Joel and I, we both, we went on, on the stream side of it, like the part of the area that was being streamed to the people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We laid down on the chairs and we just took a nap. <laughs> beautiful yeah so we were just there napping on stream while while behind there was the guy playing Hisu-y and gudra Gudra players am i right Hootra <laughs> players am i right sometimes People they come. win mid-season showdowns like elijah good job uh coming in second we've got uh zachary with tornadus ogre uh reggie drago for giraffe gyarados and golden go that's a team that's a team that's a really cool team. I love seeing Phrygiraphs come in. I love seeing Phrygiraphs win things because like you never really expect it to happen. Mm. But that ability is too good. That ability is so good. And mm. it's on a kit that's like pretty decent. And also Reggie Drago. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie right? Drago is the kind of Pokemon that most people forget does damage it does so much damage and then it does dragon energy one time and it's like oh no <laughs> where's like, my does this health move even do i'm yeah. quad
1: resisted where did my health go <laughs>
0: <laughs> i quad resisted this what happened uh patrick Connors went in with a dragonite champal a flutter main ogre Pond, uh a king gambit and a uh urshifu which is kind of the team that i would expect in yeah. regulation e I've seen that team before. Yeah. <laughs> like Champa Dragonite isn't going anywhere for quite a while.
1: It's another it's, a, it's another high finish for King Gambit though. So I think King yeah. Gambit I don't know, that that might be the sleeper pick of the month. Uh yeah. kind of fell off a little bit uh um, after worlds, but it's picking up again, it feels.
0: Right. And then Brent Kai with uh Tornadus and Landorus. Hearth Flame Ogre Pond, the other two being, sorry, this one was Wellspring Ogre Pond, the other two being Hearth Flame, Urshifu, Fluttermane, and Heatran. That's so again, cool, yeah. cool to see the, the two different types of Ogre Ponds showing up. I was thinking that Wellspring was actually like kind of a sleeper pick for a while, but now looking at, at the top few teams, uh, it seems like the real winning teams are either not bringing Ogre Pond entirely or are bringing Hearth Flame.
1: Cause the thing is you can run ogre pond and complete two, a, two out of the three of your water fire grass core. So mm, th- that just, that's just what makes sense. That's like, if you don't have to dedicate a spot into your water fire grass core, that's just an extra spot you can have.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, looking here. We've got, Oh, actually that's an interesting one. Hey, thank you to lupus for providing this for me. Um, I want to say, did, did Lupus actually put this information together? Nah. Well, either way, we have it. Um, Ogrepawn. He went and showed which uh, masks actually showed up at that midseason showdown. Ooh. Which is okay. information that I don't have in other places. Uh, there were two teal mask ogre ponds showing up in uh, overall, but zero of them in top eight. Sad. There were three Cornerstone Mask Ogre Ponds showing up overall, but zero in top eight. Also sad. Also sad. Hearth Flame Mask Ogre Pond showed up 15 times, top eight, two of them. Okay. And then Wellspring Mask, 14 times overall. Uh, Top eight, one. Interesting. So it's Mm -hmm.
1: not like... um Ogre Pond definitely doesn't feel as meta-defining as people first anticipated it yeah. would be. Don't get me wrong. It's a very strong Pokemon. does a lot of damage. goes very fast. It's very hard. Um, has a dumb move that has a high crit chance as well. Base 100, etc., and changes types. Mm-hmm. But it's not getting... It's not on every single team in top eight. Right. It's, not, it's still not Fluttermane. In fact, it was just like crazy. It's still not
0: Fluttermane. 10% <laughs> of, of Ogre Ponds are actually showing up in the top eight. There were 34 mm-hmm. used in total and three used in the top in top eight. Versus 50% of Fluttermane, like always. <laughs> right. Right. And even further to that, those three were in the top four. Those were in the ones that I had <laughs> mentioned. So like if you're really good with using Ogre Pond and not just using it as the shiny new toy then you will actually do quite well with it, but you have to get a, a lot of good practice in uh, with using with using that.
1: Gotta gotta learn those damage calcs.
0: Yeah. Um, now it's important to mention too that Ogre was the most used Pokemon in this mid season oh, wow. showdown above Fluttermane by by a full three.
1: That yeah. honestly surprises me. And a higher mm-hmm. win rate than
0: Fluttermane overall too. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Fluttermane was brought 46% of the time. Iron Hands was uh, brought 41%, and Tornadus down at 40%. Tor- this one, Tornadus was uh, brought a lot more than the uh, than the Beast Coast event.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, right under that, it, it always seems like Tornadus and Landorus are. I mean, this is Orlando. They,
1: they know about hurricanes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about Lando, but
1: uh, okay. that Tornadus.
0: <laughs> Tornado. Yeah. Under that six most most brought Pokemon was was Urshifu at thirty five percent. Then Chen Pao, Chi Yu, He Rollaboom, you know, uh likely suspects. You remember months ago when we were trying to
1: cons- we were trying to look at which ruinous Pokemon would be the most used? And yeah. uh, we actually thought Ting Lu and Wo Chen would be used a little bit more than Chi Yu,
0: <laughs> Chen Pao. Where we are they wrong? <laughs> Where are they anywhere? <laughs> what happened to Ting Lu? Like Ting Lu fell Leave out it. so hard. Good.
1: Ting Lu's the reason I'm not NAIC champion right now. Wow. <laughs> That's the reason NAIC <laughs> champion. That's the only reason was Ting Lu. That's the only one stopping me. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> you you really uh, went and died on that hill, huh? No one ever takes me seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tinglu Ting isn't here anymore. Don't worry. <laughs> Tinglu is gone and can't hurt you. Good. Now instead we have Sinistra. So is Sinistra the new Tinglu for you? I could still expanding forces Sinistra. You can still expanding forces Sinistra.
1: <laughs> now if there's a dark type Terra Sinistra, then that's just some Kevin luck right there.
0: There's a lot of dark types in this meta right now. There are certainly oh. a lot. Chiu Chen
1: power—the uh, ones that come to mind right away. Chiu Chen power shifu.
0: You do okay, see quite okay. a bit more single striker shifus these days, just because King size Gambit. spam is such a thing. This Which you are now, yeah. a size spammer now, so you know all about dark types being in the game.
1: Actually, I haven't played size spam in regulation yet. Believe it or not, really, I've been on a blood moon train.
0: Oh but yeah,
1: I'm currently theory crafting, like being able to run size spam and, um. Maybe not Blood Moon, because that's too many special attackers. But I'd love to run Psyspan with Ursaluna. I haven't done that yet. Mm. So I'll see if I can cook something up. Well, I'll tell you,
0: there are some people in in Florida who agree with you. Uh, Ursaluna Blood Moon was brought eight times, uh, being the number 15th Pokemon brought. And uh, Ursaluna Not Blood Moon was brought uh, five times in 24th. Ursaluna Dirt Moon.
1: It was <laughs> Dirt, Moon, <laughs> Ursaluna. <laughs> Ursaluna, Blood Moon,
0: Ursaluna, Dirt. <laughs> so clearly right Ursaluna. now people people are bringing Ursaluna, Blood Moon more than the other. Um, Is so, that
1: flavor of the month though? It know. could
0: be flavor of the month, but it seems like a pretty high discrepancy to have it just be flavor of the month.
1: I mean, I get it. Like, you can hit Ghost-types with that thing, and Blood Moon is a very strong
0: move. Yeah. And it did appear in top eight. Uh, uh, but Blood Facade, Blood Moon came came beside uh, the seventh. What? But Facade. But, but Facade, though.
1: I'm still convinced that regular Ursaluna does more damage than Blood Moon Ursaluna. Right. But uh, it's just a different kind of damage, I guess. And you could hit different kind
0: of Pokemon. Yeah. Now, intro- <laughs> here's something. Um, the team that brought ursaluna blood moon came in seventh all right here's the team it was tornadus you've seen it before okie dokie oh blood moon ursaluna of course alolan nine tails oh snorlax hello clefairy yeah, I respect that, that yeah. person. Right? We're starting to actually see Clefairies show up in this. And they, they came seventh. That's, that's seventh. amazing. It's in
1: top eight. Listen, you made it to top yeah. eight.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? In fifth, that Preston Stutzman brought that Bramblegast. <laughs> Bramblegast just keeps popping yeah. in.
1: Right? It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't want to say it's a bad Pokemon, but it's also not a great Pokemon, but it's <laughs> making it in. It's
0: sneaking its top eights. It's doing it. You know, like Terra, Terra flying attacks are just, they're big. You can use them. You can bring them in. You can bring in hurricanes. You can bring in weak wind storms and, and do quite a bit of work on a lot of Pokemon. Bramblegast, you can't. You just can't. If it works, it works, man. If it works, it works. Especially if you're bringing a Tailwind on your side and you're speeding up your Pokemon anyway, which is huge in BGC. You do it all the time. Um, Bring in a Bramble Ghast, Get the free plus one. It's basically (laughs) Zation. I mean, let's be honest. It's basically Zation. I'm a fan. I too am a fan. All right. And then last but not least here, we've got uh, some Q&A from last week. Ooh, questions. Mhm. Uh, ooh, this one's a fun one. All right. Uh, let's let's get some nice so Mike forgets
1: here. what he asks you guys by the I way do. for for the whole week and he gets surprised by his questions. I, I get so the- happy
0: every time I see them. I'm like, "Oh, I asked that? Cool. People answered <laughs> that? Awesome." All right. <laughs> last week, <laughs> I asked, "What's your strangest piece of Pokémon trivia?" CJ says, <laughs> CJ says, I don't know, but I love listening to you guys. Your stuff is great. Keep it up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, CJ.
1: It's
0: <laughs> a pretty good trivia right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to play that because I will cut the music. <clears throat> uh, my favorite strange, just Dan says, my favorite strange Pokemon trivia is that Faint Attack was introduced in Gen 2, but was spelled wrong as Faint Attack, F-A-I-N-T, until Gen 6. Really? So, yeah, so faint is F E I N T. Yeah. But it was spelled F A I N T until Gen no, 6. No,
1: this is a Mandela effect right here. I thought it was always <laughs> spelled F E I N T.
0: I do remember it being faint as in fall attack in I like don't. Gen 2. Yeah.
1: I don't know. man. Uh, who got it? Umbreon got it. Umbreon <laughs> got it. Uh, I'm and on the. I'm really being into that. Okay, well,
0: I'm surprised. Mm hmm. All right, Jackson says Assault Vest Tyranitar with special defense nature and 252 HP, 252 special defense, and Sandstorm can survive a Mega Alakazam focus blast. Neat. This is, okay, so this is, this is relevant because I believe Mega Alakazam has the highest special attack in the game. That, that might be Mega Mewtwo Y. Oh, it might be Mega Mewtwo Y you're right well if i look at well, let's see alakazam here i'm scrolling down i'm scrolling down uh mega alakazam has 175 base special attack that's huge what and okay then, i'm
1: gonna go to national decks anything goes add pokemon special attacks yeah up you, up. you can do this it's so mega fast mewtwo faster. y 194
0: <laughs> 194 when does uh mega alakazam show up oh not for a while actually really
1: uh, Actually, no, I lied. One, two, three, four, fifth. Fifth.
0: Place. Okay. What you are got, the other ones?
1: Yeah, you got Mega Mewtwo Y, Mega Rayquaza, Deoxys Attack, mm. Primal Kyogre, and then
0: Mega Alakazam. Okay. So I was about to say none of those can, can learn Focus Blast, but Mewtwo can totally learn Focus Blast. <laughs> so there is that. And plus, now that you have Terastalization, that all gets thrown out the window. Because how about a double, uh, how about a stab on that? Uh, <laughs> on on that focus blast,
1: brother Mega Mewtwo Y had base one ninety four special attack and one forty speed. Yeah, thank God I skipped this generation. Holy,
0: uh. <laughs> get that out of here! But I mean, very interesting bit of trivia that that an assault vest Tyranitar, which historically uh, doesn't like to get lightly slapped uh, <laughs> by a fighting, fighting move. move, yeah, can live a. Uh, a 252 uh, Mega Alakazam Focus Blast Can live five spoons To live all the spoons um, Harley Says Route 113 In the original Gen 3 Hoenn games Only contains Wild Pokemon That start with S I love that That's a really cool Piece That's of trivia. Really cool You get this one You get this Here Wow you go. Wow Wow Oh my goodness <laughs> Harley I okay. really like that one. Mm-hmm. Who
1: how, who, and what learned and realized this? Like, who was <laughs> playing through the game and was like, they are all
0: S. Okay, I want to... What wanna are the S? Yeah, 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 What yeah. are all the Pokemon Route 113? Gen 3. Hoenn Route 113. Oh my goodness, you're Can right. Can I guess? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Hoenn Pokemon, Hoenn Pokemon. So you're Pokemon. talking about four Pokemon. Uh... Yeah, four Pokemon.
1: Oh, why can't I think of any Hoenn S. Pokemon
0: that start with S now? Uh, one of them's Gen 1. Shroomish. No. Oh. Um, I think only two of them are actually Gen 3. One of them's Gen 2. One of them's Gen 1. Oh. I'm just going to give them to you.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Mike's uh, like, I'm tired. <laughs> you've got Sandshrew okay. for Ruby and Sapphire, not Emerald. You've got Slugma. For uh, only Emerald, not Ruby also, and Sapphire. It's like the fa- this
1: is like the volcano place then, okay.
0: Yeah, Sandshrew, Slugma. And then in Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, you had Skarmory and Spinda. Okay. Sandshrew, Slugma, Skarmory, Spinda. All in Route 113. I That's like really these. cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, Steiner says, out of all the Pokemon we have in the Pokedex, the Pokemon classified as a legendary Pokemon is Arcanine. What? Oh. Yes,
1: it is. The species legendary Pokemon.
0: <laughs> Why do they have that? Why do they have categories?
1: I couldn't tell you, but this just adds on to the lore that Arcanine was totally not meant to be a regular Pokemon, huh?
0: Jeez. All right. Uh, Hoodly Doodly says Pikachu is based on a yokai that was said to appear in people's, people's homes during thunderstorms. Uh, they would have to present a gift, as the yokai said. I will never give you up and we'll never let you down. He rickrolled me.
1: Uh, he rickrolled me. Got, got. I well, got, I had got. to Google what a yokai is, and I am now disturbed. Oh, no. Oh, you didn't know what a yokai was? No, and I will show you the image that Oh, they're little demon me. creatures. Yeah. Yeah, you bet they are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am now disturbed. Oh, no, you showed me a nightmare. I showed him Shinshu. No, don't look. Do not look that up. Don't. No. Um. Let's see. McGundam says Chatot's cry got redone due to players recording obscenities for its call when it appeared in <laughs> online and local battles. I'm going to add on to this trivia. It was yeah. actually
1: one of the first Pokemon banned in online tournaments because of that. Wow. Chatot was banned because of people yelling profanities
0: into their DS's. Wow. <laughs> um, Aiden says, for the riddle, Volcarona does indeed have scales. Uh, I remember last week we were like, does Volcarona have scales? Really? Weird. Uh, at least as far as its first few Pokedex entries mention. Frosmoth also has the ability ice scales, so it is consistent oh, for bugs are. to have scales. It's not for sure. Okay. I mean, I guess so. Oh. Yeah, yeah. and there it is. Uh, Mewtwo and Altura. Came in and said Mewtwo, in in brackets, with a lot of exclamation marks, is the Pokemon that holds the record for the longest time in Uber's tier or higher. Mewtwo has been in Uber's since Gen 1 and has never dropped a tier, and hope that she never does. And that makes a lot of sense, because Mewtwo is, you know, historically the best one. Yes, it is. It is Mewtwo. It's Pokemon's baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and then funny enough, right after that, Raven, uh, comes in with it's not exactly the strangest, but Mewtwo's whole backstory—if you know, you know—straight up wild. And yes, if you know, you know Mewtwo's backstory. Mm-hmm. The the movies do a pretty decent job at explaining it. If you watch the deleted scenes from the from, if you only watch the Western one, have you heard about that? Have we talked about that? Oh, I think so. There's but I've a forgotten completely from the Japanese section of the movie, there's a whole, like, explainer as to why Mewtwo is the way Oh, yeah, are. we
1: have talked about this. Yeah. No, I remember. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's a whole thing behind it, and they just cut it out for the, for the English uh, side of the movie. I wonder why they do that. It's probably too creepy. Yeah, it is kind of creepy. And then last but not least here, we've got David Prentice, who says, Breloom has stretchy arms, not really visible in game, but looks sick in anime. Boing, 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 boing. That's good. Cool. Oh, I guess, yeah, it could jab. Yeah. That's why it's a fighter because it's got like psh, psh, super stretchy uh, <laughs> gum gum arms. Pew, pew. Incredible. <laughs> All right. Incredible jab. Now, I am. I think that's just about uh, time there. Thanks for listening to Pogi Sports. This was a lot of fun. Is that a podcast? That's a podcast. We did it. Yeah! 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 I want to thank LA Knight for uh, his guest (laughs) appearance on this this podcast. podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This This podcast is brought to you by LA Knight. (laughs) Go and use code POKESPORTS uh, on lanight.com for 20% (laughs) off all your merch uh, whatever's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. You won't you won't get anything. Also, I don't think that website exists. It might. Mm. <laughs> it might. <laughs> um, this week we've got a lot of stuff going on on the YouTube channel. Um, of course we've still got battle battle videos coming on every day. Uh Kevin, any special mentions for videos that you've got coming up?
1: I actually have nothing planned. <laughs> <laughs> Except, no? <laughs> except, I haven't actually started recording anything, believe it or sure. not. I'm not Fair. actually ahead. Um, I have nothing planned except for Captain Yenova's all-bird
0: team. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's bird time, baby. <laughs> it's bird time, baby. You're going to lose 12 games in a row and not post it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. I've got a uh, Polyrath team that I'm working on right now. So. Oh, sick. Yeah, stay tuned for that. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to see again some high meta play, go on over to Patreon.com/slash. Oh, sorry, wait, hold on, hold on. Go on over to Patreon.com/slash/PokeSports. Go and check all that out, and uh, yeah, you, you'll have a good time or something. Click some buttons over there. Click some buttons. Go and find some places to click some buttons. Follow us on Instagram at PokeSportsPodcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. At Pokesports Pod, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye.